0: It's like a visit to a doctor, you know. You say, hey, I have a throatache or fever. You take the medicine and go. That's the plain intention I came for. I didn't come for moksha, enlightenment, uh, God knowledge, uh, shanti, tranquility, nothing. (laughs) And what did you get? Oh, yeah. So, what I got was, slowly and slowly, I didn't know, but it was nice. It just seemed to be nice living in that environment. I didn't have much money, so my friends and I were sleeping at the railway station. And at like one room we found in, in Bellathur, one mile away from, from Whitefield, where three, three, four of us were. And we used to have a, a bath in a, in a kind of a well, a large well. And uh, so it was nice. We'd go for the Nagar Sankirtan in the morning. And then, of course, in the evening, there was the discourse by Swami and a fair amount of the darshans off and on. So that seemed all very nice, but he did not speak to me for about 18 to 20 days, I think. And uh, But I had a dream sometime uh, eight days into my trip where I seemed to be uh, walking behind Swami in a dark, like corridor. And I said to him, Sir, I had a few things to ask you. Uh, And so he seemed to say, uh, yes, 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 three times, and he glided away. So I told my friend about it who had been cured by Swami. And he said, Oh, my God, that's a great dream. And I said, Really? Because a dream is a dream for me. So I felt a little better. And with what he said, I felt more reassured but somehow I felt cool because I was also with friends my age, and uh, there was no like a desire to go to some other places for sightseeing and other kind of enjoyment. I was happy there. So at the end of the summer course, Swami left for Puttaparthi, and we followed him. This was around the twenty uh, third of twentieth uh, of June or something. And there, after two days, Swami called me for an interview in Puttaparthi, here. And, you know, so I didn't know much. I just wanted to quickly say to Swami, Swami, this is what is happening and please fix it for me. And so I can go home. (laughs) So so Swami first asked me, how are you? And I said, fine. Swami said, not fine at all. (laughs) He said, you're like this. And he sort of criticized me for the company I was also keeping, which is not very nice. Uh, and that i had issues with myself i could not concentrate i could not sleep properly i had build up of heat in the in the stomach and uh, you know all kinds of stuff that is there in a young man growing up without any direction which was my story so he was on the button about that he was he hit the nail on the head but for me that was also not important like i want to say i just want to be okay and please <laughs> So I told him about about my problem, and he said, "Yeah, it'll be fine. I know you have a nerves problem, and you know something, you know, nervous." And I said, "Yes, I have it." So he said. Uh, It'll be fine in Hindi," he said. "Sap tikh So I was like very keen to know. Like so, I said, "By when, Swami?" So he said, "I will give you the prasad, and you have it for a few days." You know. So I said, "By when, Swami?" So he said, "Jaldi uh, se si jaldi." That was a very wonderful line that he had. he he, he's, he knew what to say because he didn't want to tell me it's going to take a long time because that might bring me down a bit, maybe. I don't know what he thought. I'm not going to, I'm not going to conjecture on what he thought and what he planned. But he said, Jaldi se jaldi, which means sooner than ever. So I got into the feeling, okay, I thought 48 hours, you know, antibiotics start to work. (laughs) 48, 60 hours, 72 hours, you know, and I should be in business, you know, and then I'll be, yeah. And then, you know, he blessed me and said, you know, don't worry and that. And then I was, I was out. And he also told me about my exams. I was a bit worried about one of the papers, which I had not done very well in history. I did history honors, so I'd come to see him after my first examinations I had appeared for. So he said something to the effect that you know you are worried about one of the papers. Don't worry, it'll be fine. So anyway, so that was it for the first interview. Then after a few days, he called me again, and then you know. He uh, he uh, he gave me some kind of a tonic in a bottle. He said, "You know, have this once a day, one spoon or whatever." And he was cool. and then he also materialized a, a locket for me uh, with the photo of his and behind Shirdi Baba, with like a, a metal plate, and that was it. And uh, he he you know you know he he hugged me and and wished me well, and. Uh, Then he called me yet once again with a few of my friends in a common sort of an interview. And then I'd had this thought that I would like to touch his feet again. So he seemed to remember that. I had forgotten. So in the main interview area where there were eight or nine other people, he said, hey, you know, like touch my feet. So I said, oh, oh, okay. And he seemed to know... uh, pretty much everything about me. So, you know, he told me about a few things to avoid from. There was some lady that, who was interested in me once, and I also seemed interested, so he warned me off against her very clearly. I knew that he knew what he was talking about. And, um, and so, on the last day of uh, you know our stay, he uh, happened to to materialize a ring for me, a silver one, with his name on it, Sai Ram. And he asked me to read it. And I said, Sai Ram, and he said, good. And he sort of had actually told me that, uh, uh, I make your future very bright. He said that on this interview. And he said, I give you a lot of ananda, I give you a lot of prema. And it was, he was, he had really, I mean, he, he, he had called me four or five times on my first trip over a period of eleven days he I also remember that he used to say to people I heard from another friend that when he when he made the ring for 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 him he said "See no blacksmith but perfect fit which is true you know when you when you want to have a ring made you've got to have the size done so he seemed to make it just right and then I left and it was a You know, it was an interesting long trip and I was in a certain subdued state of mind. And I felt sort of pious and holy and wanting to do good. Just that thing seemed to rise within me by itself, which I had not really experienced much in the past as such. So it was a nice feeling. So I went back to Delhi after a month. We were in total with Swami for about five weeks. And then I went to Delhi and after about a week or so, because I'm a Muslim and my friend was not a Muslim, but he used to eat meat. Suddenly, both of us stopped eating meat almost simultaneously a week from our arrival into Delhi. So this seems to be how it works with uh, with Swami. Swami seems to do that to you. And also with, uh, with smokers. I used to be a smoker as well. So one day, I was smoking somewhere in Whitefield and something happened to me and the taste became just very strange and I I gave it up. So we both of us gave up these two habits of eating meat and uh, at the same time almost within a week of each other. So I felt pretty good. I felt very nice and I began to attend the satsangs here in Delhi. Uh, whenever they happened and in golf links and you know and I didn't seem to really care and I no, I had no major dreams anyway any goal or whatever so I was just very happy to be there so somehow I looked so at peace and uh, so a lot of people around me got very stimulated by my way of being because earlier I used to indulge in whatever they were indulging in and then I stopped I didn't want to be and when they heard I I became a vegetarian and they got more impressed. They said, oh, and you know, so one by one, all of them over a period of six months went to Swami to have some, you know, jnana and enlightenment. And they all uh, actually benefited greatly.